Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 331 of the Chamberlain Chance Alex podcast, the only podcast dedicated to His Royal Highness Jeff Keighley. I, that's not true. Well, it's dedicated lie. to, like, cringing at Jeff Keighley. Cringing at Jeff Keighley, yeah, I... Jeff Keighley is the king of owning his cringe. I, but his shoes, I mean, okay. He I, is I didn't even un- notice his fucking shoes. He's uncringeable. He's shameless. Uh, shameless, but in an endearing way? Yeah, it's like he... I don't... I don't know. I don't know. It's like, like he's like a guy from marketing understand. that you, you know what he's got to do, but you know what? He's really good at it, and you kind of respect. He's not that good at it. He's not terrible. No, he's not. He that gets good. people Maybe to show. He hey. gets people to show up, but you know what we should do with Jeff Keeley? Have him running behind the scenes with a clipboard, and have someone with a bit of charisma on stage. Maybe, but we could also have Mr. Caffeine. So Ugh. yeah, it's think. Good Think, think about what you're willing to lose. Fucking Aisha Tyler would do it in a heartbeat. You know she oh, would. Oh, yeah. She's, and she'd be so much There's better. all kinds of geeky celebrities who would do it. Yeah. Get Seth Rogen to do it, I would have a better time. I don't know about that. I would. I don't know. <laughs> Seth, wait, Seth Rogen? Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, do you think I said Seth MacFarlane or Seth Green? No. Or Joe Rogan. Yeah, that, yeah, that was it. Joe oh, Rogan that, was my immediate. That, no. Like, no, no, no. Well, if if fear is not a factor for you, you're going to want Dead Space. But get better writers, because that was always Aisha's problem with the Ubisoft shows, was that uh, Aisha was great, but writing was not. (laughs) Her writing was not. Bad writers work at Ubisoft? Are you being serious? Never. Never. Speaking of bad writers, before we get into video games, Mm. I I watched some some shows. I did as well. Uh, I watched one show. What show wow, did you watch? I'm Which proud show did you of you. Watch? You don't watch shows. Well, I was what out of town this? all weekend away from all my stuff, but I had okay. my computer. Mm-hmm. I, I hope so... one day my Steam Deck will fix that. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I watched the Tekken Bloodlines. Oh, my God. You know it's what's so top, bad. You know what's oh my at the top God, of bad. my list to discuss? I turn, yeah. on Net, I turn on Netflix. I'm just sitting down for a meal. I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to be sitting here eating for like 10 minutes. Then I'm going to get up and go away. And Netflix goes, hey, Tekken cartoon. And I'm like, okay, click. And I turn it on. <laughs> It's how, no, it's so bad. Oh my gosh! Of, how much of Tekken Bloodlines did you? Watch? I well, I had many. I had two full evenings to kill, so I watched I watched all of it, all six episodes. They're like twenty minutes apiece. And each one is. I by the way, I watched it all too. Okay. Okay. And by by the way, this is three D. Oh yeah. Uh, anime. It's like somehow anime. looks worse than Guilty Gear Live happening in front of you. Absolutely, it does. Um, when the action occurs, which was kind of disappointing, but somehow the action. In combination with the, the the story that was going on, I was kind of into it. Like this, uh, the, the the way it starts up, this this kid is is running from some bullies, and uh, he's running, and they're all saying what a coward he is. But he's just luring him to this them to this clearing, and then he turns around and he puts up his kung fu stance and just wipes the floor with these kids. And then yep. his mom shows up and explains that she's disappointed in him. He goes, "Why? I beat them all." He's like, "Yes, but you lost the fight." With yourself, with yourself, yeah, because you could have you could have defended yourself without hurting those boys, so on and so forth. So then they go home, Alex, and then that night, this like mythical magical warrior attacks the house, like this giant golem thing. Ogre, yeah. Ogre attacks the house, and uh, mom says, "Run away, find find this guy who's your grandfather," and she goes and fights ogre, and eventually she has to sacrifice herself to defeat ogre. But ogre's not dead; he's still out there somewhere. But his mom's dead, so the kid shows up in Tokyo, and his dad is like the head of the yakuza or some shit, and his dad is all made of, or his granddad is all made of muscle, <laughs> and hates and immediately hates the kid on sight. Mm-hmm. But eventually acquiesces to training the kid, and then there's one episode of training, and then all the rest of it is the tournament 
I, I feel like that's a good decision. That's right. It is, but every time people talk, it's like, oh. Oh, it's anime. It's oh. anime as shit. It's anime yeah. as shit. And so the, this is not another Castlevania. This is no, no, not God. even close. No. Not even no. close. Not even close. No. But and then by the time you get to the end, like you're you're kind of into it, and all the fighting's happening, and everything, and you've seen like some supernatural combatants happen. Like these people are unto gods. Yep. And and then it's like past like the end of the tournament, and one guy pulls a gun, and all of these superhumans are like, oh my god, and he fires one shot, and the the toughest guy dies, and they're all like, holy shit. Yeah, Who would ever thought a small amount of water would ever land on me? Heihachi pulls a gun on his, his grandson, <laughs> Jin Kazama, shoots him, <laughs> triggering the devil gene, at which point Jin grows horns and wings, doesn't kill Heihachi, and flies off. And that's, that's the end. That's the end. Uh, and you're uh, like, where was what? Kazuya? Because he's cool with all these guys. I, I <laughs> so. think is, I don't know. Well, you I don't gotta know say and, something for season two. I don't know oh, Tekken God. people for shit, so all of this was was kind of an introduction for me, and just like the the character of the kid and the grandfather, and it turns out your dad had devil blood or something. Like, oh, okay, let's go with this. This is very yeah. I mean, that's everything in the sixth episode is verbatim from the games. A hundred percent. And the the last two episodes, it feels like half the episodes are flashbacks to the first episode and the second episode, where the which mom you watched says, two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, which your mom says, "I'm disappointed in you," and the grandson says, "You have to unleash your Kazuma fire or something in order to defeat this opponent." You must release the Kazuya pacifism and rely on our Mishima fire, is what he said. Yeah, yeah. something like that. It was bad. It was it, hokey. It was bad, but it was it was a time filler. It was better than other it shit. Was a time filler. It was a what, time. What filler. was it better than? <laughs> Um, uh, okay, that, uh, Record of Ragnarok. Oh. I couldn't, I couldn't get an episode no, through. No, no, Yeah, they, they showed the design for Aphrodite, and I'm like, eh, let's, right. let, let's see where this goes. But then it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> and I turned it off. Alex, what did you watch this week? Oh, man. Um, the new What We Do in the Shadows this week was maybe my favorite in, like, two years, where it's just, like, you know, Property Brothers? Yeah, but no spoilers for me, man. I haven't seen Okay, it. it's basically a whole episode of Property Brothers, but with the Sklar Brothers. They've been building to that all season. I'm, it's I'm pretty fucking it. great. Did you not watch House of the Dragon on HBO? I have not. I don't really well, care. I watched it. What do you think? I don't really care either. <laughs> That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, the, these are a bunch of people that are not as immediately charismatic as the Starks. And remember, by the end of the first episode of Game of Thrones, we had already been introduced to Tyrion's, Tyrion Lannister and his lascivious ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were people that we loved immediately in Game of Thrones, and there were people that we hated immediately in Game of Thrones. And in this, it's uh, none of these characters really make that much of an impression. Uh, the the mm. princess who you feel is going to probably be like the protagonist of the show, uh, she gets some cool sapphic energy early on where she's like reading a book and resting her head on the lap of her handmaid. And her handmaid is like, uh, you must think of your position. And the princess goes, I quite like this position. <laughs> so like there, there are moments where a little bit of charisma threatens to seep through, but for the most part, no. Mm. And then I start seeing these impressions of Lord of the Rings on Amazon, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm I'm that I'm the meme I'm the meme looking away from Game of Thrones. When, oh wait, no, that's not yet, is it? It's not. It's not. Okay. But it's, people but have the, good things to say about the new Lord of the Rings thing. Very good things to say. Oh, and apparently uh, Amazon spent a billion dollars on it. Hmm. How much? Hmm. And its success will be based whether or not they considered successful will be if people who currently have kind of inactive. Prime subscriptions, turn on the app and start watching it. They have such a stranglehold in the market that would be an accurate uh, measure. Uh, 
because man, almost everyone's had an Amazon or a Prime account at least once. Well, yeah, the, they keep giving free trials out. That's true. I also watched this week's episode of She-Hulk. What did we think of Tatiana Maslany? Who's Tatiana Maslany? She-Hulk. Oh, is that the actor? Yeah. Oh, she's good. She's very solid. Um, yeah, she was, she was good last week. She's good this week. Uh, this week, um, Tim Roth returns as Emil Blonsky. He's How like, is he still alive? I he's, mean, he's been in a government. He's been in a government prison for ever since. Um, who cares? The world needs no, no, more Tim Roth all the time. That's right. But there's actually a line where the they actually kind of point out the casting change where Hulk goes, you know, like, I forget, I've forgiven Blonsky for all that. I was a different person then, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so they do kind of call it out. And then, yes, it's fucking Tim Roth again, playing that character again. And he immediately manipulates our protagonist. And then by the end of the episode, well, I don't want to spoil the end of the episode for the listener, but I'm, I'm going to watch the next episode of She-Hulk. And this is as far as I got with Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel just was not, was not this good to me, for me. Huh. I'm enjoying this more. Hmm. And, he had all his bones broken, like everything. And like no, Hulk him. Okay. and like no hulky action occurred this episode at all. They but made, in a good way. Yeah, they made her transform for the look because she got hired by a firm that wants her to walk around in Hulk form. Oh, because she's like a diversity hire or something. She's gonna she's gonna head up their uh, their super litigation department or something. Can so, she yeah, transform at will? Uh, yes. She immediately uh, can control it. Isn't that part of the deal for the character? For her, it is. Yeah. I don't know. I have, I've never read a She-Hulk comic in my life. Neither have I. Unfamiliar with the lore. Lower Decks Season 3 started this week. That's that... Uh, that that's Star, Star Trek, Trek one. The Star Trek mm-hmm. Office cartoon. And it is nailing the tone once again. I'm quite excited. I got the first episode on Crave, so, so I'm going to get every episode weekly. Very happy about it. Uh, how far into... Um, Solar Opposites, are you? Uh, I watched this week's episode on Disney Plus. I forget the exact nature of it to the point that I could describe it. I don't know. Okay, that's, it. yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Well, I haven't seen like I know the season. The whole season went up on Hulu, so you've seen it. Yeah. To the point that I haven't. So yeah, no spoilers. Did you at least get the Hulu Land? Yeah, that was early oh, okay. in the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I reinstalled Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that could be a fun reinstall. And I installed Destiny 2. What? Wow. Wow. Wait, you actually owned it already? Uh, well, it's you free. You don't have to. It's free. Oh, now. It's oh free yeah, that's right. Years. I forgot about that. And if I want all this other shit, I can start paying money. Um, so, yeah, I reinstalled it and I haven't touched it yet. I'm wondering that's if fair. I wanna, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if I want to bug my brother for it, but he'll probably just say we should play Battlefield. Speaking I'm having thing, a lot of fun with it. Yeah, there you go. Are you still this week? I am still. Go on. Like the the new season started, and it's all about spider lobster space pirates, and I'm kind <laughs> of about that. There's a new like co op mini game where you basically take over pirate ships with six player co op, and it's a lot of fucking fun. That sounds cool. It is cool. Is it, you, no. you man different sides of a battleship, and you try to bring in like AI lobster space pirates into the battle, and like you got to man different sides of the ship, repel invasions, and then like. There's like a heist element to it, and you get onto the other ship to rob it. It's good. It's good. Do they sound like pirates? No, they're, they're chittering space lobsters, That's... but they're really spiky. How much does it uh, cost to get into? How much money would I have to pay into the game to get to the space pirates? Uh, stuff? Uh, you have to get the battle pass for ten bucks, which is ones up being like a dollar a week. 
jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I too just, bad. I just think about making a class in that game, and that excites me for some reason. I, I, I like... I like the warlock. I like being able to heal yourself yeah. and others. Yeah, and I like the bombs that the warlock has. Like the warlock mm-hmm. is good for like big AOE and kabooms, or at least I did years ago when I tried Destiny. Um, and yeah, like if you do get it, they will throw some exotics your way. There, it's pretty generous. Got to give you a taste. A taste. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm talking like right away. Hmm. What I ended up doing with Cyberpunk, I ended up finding an old file where I had. I didn't want to play through the fucking opening again. <laughs> I just wanted to get to the point where, like, I was defining my character. And I actually had a save where I had maxed out intelligence and already had the legendary cyberdeck and a legendary copy of every hack that I want. And I was level 21. Wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I. Back I when you knew that game really well. <laughs> yes. Like, I hadn't done much. There's a ton of side shit to still do and a ton of mains quests to still do. And but none of my um, I guess it had reset all my talent points. So I redistributed all my talent points for suicide and cascade, so that if and because it's legendary, like if this guy uh, commits suicide, someone else commits suicide, and because my hacks just killed someone, the cooldowns of my hacks are reduced by like seventy five percent, and the cost of my next hack is reduced by seventy five percent. What they changed somewhere in the patches. Remember how the legendary hack would allow you to hack guys through walls? Yes, it was great. Mm-hmm. That's gone. Ah, uh, it makes sense. On the one hand, yes, because it was completely fucking OP. Yeah, you I, could just look at the entire battlefield anytime you wanted. Yeah, you could just look at the building and say, this guy dies, uh, suicide, this guy dies, suicide, this guy dies, suicide. It trivialized every encounter in the game. And uh, and so at first I was really frustrated. I was like, am I using the wrong thing? Like, this was a mechanic, I remember. And no, they just patched it out. Uh, so it is more interesting. Like I do have to like I want to. I need to get over here so I can hack into that security camera so I can get into the network so then I can see into the basement and make that guy kill himself. It just adds a little. <laughs> I'm still doing it to people, and it's it is kind of boring still. So I might move on to mm. Destiny. For that does also sound like cyberpunk. Like once yeah. that illusion shattered, it shattered hard. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun for like forty hours. No, I got my yeah, money's it worth. Was, it was fun for a season. I was into cyberpunk for a season. It's just yeah, hard to go back. Because I'm looking, I'm looking at just driving around the city and thinking about what driving around in Grand Theft Auto Five on the current gen feels like, and it's way better, way better, tooting around in Grand Theft Auto Five in a car. Than it I, is I, I do like the retro future '80s cars a lot, and the motorcycles. Yeah, but none of them control well. Well, no, they looked cool, but they didn't control well. Yeah, but the act of driving around isn't as fun as Grand Theft Auto. The visuals that you get as you toot around the world in Cyberpunk, maybe it's different on PC, Alex. But you it's haven't pretty played, fucking sumptuous. You haven't played Grand Theft Auto Five in a while. Yeah. And mm. story to tell you, t- to me on PS Five, Grand Theft Auto Five definitely looks better than Cyberpunk. Uh, it's really disappointing <laughs> to go back to Cyberpunk and, and not feel the magic. Hmm. I'm still. But you love that game, so we all love that game. Uh, I did the the uh, Guarma. When it first came out. I did the Guarma chapter on Red Dead Redemption Two. And you know what Marma. I think? Uh, the, oh, the, yeah. The Cuba chapter. The one we all hated. <laughs> and you know what I learned this time through it? Hmm. It's only three missions long. It's like it's an not hour. much. It's like an hour of content. But and it then, just... It, okay, there's like a part of the at the, like the second disc of Final Fantasy IX that just brings everything to a screeching halt for like 40 minutes. And I've put it down so many times when I reached that part because it just... You can kill momentum so bad you just want to yeah. do anything else. 
Yeah, but now that we're back, um, now that we're kind of back to the mainland, the dynamic has shifted. Sadie is like half running the gang because she ran in her absence. Right. And she's uh, really coming coming into her own as a character. And you love Sadie. You wish like Red Dead Redemption 3 with a Sadie game. But, nah. Yeah. So I'm probably going to delete Cyberpunk and I might check out Destiny. I'm going to see if I'm going to see if I can get my brother to download Destiny because it's free. Yeah, it's super free. It's super free. Super freaking yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what I played this week. Uh, Ch- uh, Chamberlain. Well, I I had a week off because I was gone, so a couple of things to talk about. Okay. Uh, finally backtracked and played the Dark Pictures anthology chapter that I missed. Little what hope. Was that? Little hope. Okay. Yeah. Little hope is a very good ghost story. Oh. That is ruined by a stupid twist ending. <laughs> so was it the guy who ran the haunted amusement park the whole time? No, no, no. Okay. So uh, it starts with a flashback of like this troubled child in a house of five, and dad is drunk, and this and that. And you've got one character who's trying to help her out, and she ends up like burning the house down, and killing everybody. And then like the char- a character wakes up who looks kind of the same, but you're not sure. Uh-huh. And there's a bus crash, and now you're a little hope, and then all that kind of goes away because now little hope is just you're stuck in this town that's trying to kill you, and now you're flashing back to like witch trials, and it's it's just good, just kind of spooky shit. Okay, you know. And then at the end, the whole thing turned out to be in one character's head who had a concussion, who was like beating himself up over something, and it, none of it actually happened. I hate that shit. Yeah, yep. I was like that. It retroactively made everything else stupid. None like, of it, this it, mattered. It, it had it had decent jump scares. Some of the monsters I was pretty good. And I played it over the course of two nights because these themes are short. But I'm like, oh, this is good. And then you're like, oh, well, this is stupid. It's all the whole thing is worthless at that point. So not Shit. not a single one of those like smaller games has lived up to either Until Dawn or The Quarry. So I, I don't <laughs> know if it's different teams working on them, but none of them have been as good. As the was, big ones. Was the quarry shorter than Until Dawn? Yes. Hmm. Not by much, but yeah, it was shorter. Oh, my cat's got a burr on him. <laughs> oh, fix him! Help the poor no. I'm trying, I'm trying, but it's really in there. Yeah. There he go. goes there outside? Go. I got him. No, I, will, I go outside and I bring in burrs on my pants. Oh, okay. Um, then, I'll get to the fun stuff last. I played a game you've never heard of mm-hmm. called Thymesia. I've heard of that. Yeah. Is that a, so, isn't that a brawler or something? No. Thymesia is basically budget Bloodborne. Yeah. I thought that was the Lies of P. That's also, no. That's also budget Bloodborne. No, if Lies people. of P is a Souls like I'm going to quit gaming because that game looks fantastic and I would really like to enjoy it. I don't know what you're talking about. You and I are watching two very different. Yeah. I too. saw a stamina meter, which makes me nervous. Yeah. The thing is. Kotaku particularly, I keep on seeing them look at any game, any game that's like a fantasy kind of setting with third-person melee combat, and they call it a Souls-like. I don't know what the fuck these people think Souls-like combat well, no, is. I'm it's hoping it's not. not. That, no, they said the same thing about that the Winds of Whatever game. Oh, no, that's a that's an Assassin's Creed game. Um, but anyway, yeah, Thymesia, I played for like an hour, okay. got to a boss that just annoyed me, and I realized I... I didn't put up with Bloodborne, which is an objectively better game than this. Why am I wasting my time on this? What was so bad about it? Like, what made Thymesia worse than Bloodborne? 
Um, just, just so visually, good. it's just not as interesting. The art design is not there. Oh. The combat has some interesting touches to it where all damage is temporary unless you hit them. Like, basically, your sword is doing plague damage because you are a plague doctor. Okay. Like, reverse plague doctor. Your sword does plague damage, but that damage is only permanent if you hit them with your magic claw. So, especially bosses, regen that shit fast. Um, but So you have to like knock them down and then get them with your claw, which kind of makes that health stay gone. And then if you get them down low enough, you can either steal their weapon or you can kind of steal health from them when they die. It, it's, it's some interesting bits to it, but the, the monster design was not great. The world design was certainly not great. It's, I mean, just from, a, just from a visual standpoint, it wasn't as good as Bloodborne. Why am I putting up with this nonsense when I play Bloodborne for about half an hour? So I walked away from that. And instead of playing and another, well, okay. Saints Row. <laughs> so oh, you played no. it. I am playing it, yeah. Currently, and I'm, I'm, okay. I, I've, I've gotten it. I've given it two evenings so far. And I'm telling you, it is not as bad okay. as you've read. But, I have read some awful things. But there is no reason for this game to exist. It adds nothing to open world, you know, the open world genre. Literally nothing. And it, it makes some bizarre choices. Like, like It feels like half the game is about customization. You know, make your character how you want to make your character. Customize your car, buy clothes. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of that. I, I took a stock character, I put him in a white t-shirt and blue jeans, and I'm never going to change it. So half the game is meaningless to me. And then... The, the mission structure is bizarre because it'll, it'll lock things away. Like, you've got your cell phone, which has been done before, and you pull up your cell phone, you've got, like, missions on there, main missions and side missions. The side missions are very rote side missions, like take a picture of this or shoot these guys or, or you know, escort this. Ba- real basic side missions. But if you choose to make a story mission active, it locks off side missions. You cannot take it. You cannot do any side missions that are on your way to where the main mission begins including just taking a picture of something oh, like how you how you activate fast travel points is you take a picture of this place and now you can fast travel there if you're driving past this with a main mission active no your phone can, is literally disabled come on can you, uh, you can't take a picture of it well, and you can't cancel out of that until you actually get to the mission and start it oh really Yes. So can, do you see where the mission is on your map before you no. select it and make it active? Oh. No. So, so, so it's almost out. like you have to start it and then save and die or something and then set a waypoint to kind of walk, you know, drive there, do stuff, and then pick up the mission. It's just, it's bizarre. Just, I don't know why you would do that. You know, I'm going to throw it out again. If you guys have copies of Grand Theft Auto V that you can get running for current-gen oh, no. hardware. Mm. You know, just take, really? a, take a look. Yeah, yeah, because I think looking back at the current gen, um, you might go into Grand Theft Auto V and be kind of pleasantly surprised by how refined everything is. Now, not the shooting, because it's still like, you know, you still hold down... It was, it was never no, that all that No, great. no, you, you hold down L2 and it snaps to a target. It's easy shooting. It's accessible yes. shooting. Um it's the, close the, to what Saints Row is, actually. It's, yes. The, the combat isn't thrilling, but the world and how you... Uh, the, the degree of interactivity in the world is pretty in, insane. Yeah. The amount of polish of walking into a store and having a person say something that you've never heard before. 
Yeah, that Saints Row has none of that. I mean, the one the one shining moment is that I I, I unlocked a uh, a rocket launcher. Ooh. Um, and the AI is terrible. Like you'll get swarmed by a whole bunch of guys, but only two will attack you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that 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 stereotypical like sure a martial arts can be twenty guys one at a time. That's kind of what happens. But I, I pulled up my rocket launcher and I fired at a car full of four guys and <laughs> the spectacle of it exploding and four bodies just cartwheeling off into different directions was absolutely hilarious. But it does not redeem the fact that this is this is a game that does not need to be. There's no reason for it to be here. And as soon as I have something else to play, I will. Yeah, between Cyberpunk and Red Dead, I'm kind of feeling an appetite to go back to Far Cry 6, I want to say. The most recent one. Just oh, so I can yeah. get like a first-person action game where I feel like I'm kind of trucking around making progress and doing cool shit. Because I remember Far Cry 6 at least being a little immersive. It is, absolutely. Yeah. But 5 is a better game. It wasn't 5 the one with the religious guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. But it was a Joseph Seed. Joseph Seed. Whatever has the current gen pretties, that's the one. Alex, what do that you That six got? has the current gen pretties. Uh, I broke down and got the uh, Tiny Tina DLC as well. Ooh. Yeah. And you know what? Wonderlands was a good time. Even stacked next to Destiny 2. Still a solid shooter. I like the new class. Uh, no regrets. Okay. Fans what's only, but no regrets. What's the new class? Um, It's... How do I describe it? You... Can br- it it hmm. it's like a turret companion class if that makes Ooh, sense okay. like, yeah, it's like about set- All right. yeah it's about setting up turrets and holding territory engineer mm-hmm. and like hiding behind cover and regenerating health and shields for your teammates Ooh. I like yeah. it passive I'm a blight caller a blight caller yeah it's like and it's based around poison damage okay that's cool yeah, man okay. and I got right. a poison aura and stuff a mature deals poison damage, I assume, or at least builds it mm-hmm. up. Twenty percent chance all my bolts do poison damage. Nice. That's, a, that's a lot of poison damage. It is. If he strokes the kitty in his lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could be like a mage rogue or something. Don't you agree, Douglas? Yes. Yeah. Quite a bit of poison damage. Our enemies will cap as they melt. Ah. Um. Also, uh, I don't know. Cow- cowboy wizards just work for me. Nice. So, I did get that arcade stick. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is here. Okay. And it works with uh, the PlayStation. It does work with PlayStation 5, yes. Plugs in, works. I don't, I don't know that I can start downloading Virtual Fighter off of my PlayStation app on my phone, can I? Um, I have also been playing some Guilty Gear Strive. Oh, really? I did. Picked it up. How much and, is it right now? Uh, I bought, like... I bought the current version with season one and two characters for like eighty bucks. Oh wow! So I just, I, yeah, I mean, I picked it up with you can if you you could buy the core game for forty bucks, but it's missing like five characters. Yeah, but I get that I get that wolf lady right though, a lady with the green spear. She, wolf. Yeah, Giovanna. Yeah, she's she's base. She's in the forty dollar one. Um, and I found out quickly. So the way matchmaking works in Guilty Gear Strive is there's a tower with ten floors. Okay. And when the first time you go in to play online, it kind of sends you through a little bit of a, of a, not a tutorial, but a little matchmaking thing where you fight the AI, and before you fight the AI, it decides where you are. And I had barely done anything yet, so I was like floor two right there. And I found out very quickly that at low-level floors, people don't block. Oh. So, <laughs> and I'm playing May because I've always played May. May is my Guilty Gear character. May does 
stupid fucking damage. But she's a she's a charge character, right? She is. She's a charge character. She hits you with a dolphin, but she also <laughs> swings a giant anchor. Yeah, the anchor. That's perfect. Yeah, and and if you don't block, it's like, I I kill you. So, just with passive familiarity, because is she different than the last game? Yeah, but it's still Guilty Gear. It's still May. I still know basically what's going on. I've shot up to floor eight mm. out of ten. Floor to the floor nine. Got up there and got knocked back down again. Because right around floor eight, you start running into people who actually know how to play the game. And oh my god. <laughs> it's they're just it's just oppressive. Like uh Bridget, like, the new character. Okay. Yo yo's, right? I fought two different ones last night and it might as well never have been my turn because it was just so oppressive. Just just the pressure. Just constant. And I'm like cowering in the back and I, I, I like reach out a finger and I touch a button. I'm countered immediately out of that button. So it's like, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> wow. There really should be like, uh, no, there should be more levels or they should, what, what is, then what is the difference between level one and level seven? Like if, um, if there's such I mean, a I don't know if anybody's on level one. I mean, it, it's, what's, what's interesting is you can, it, it, it's cool because it prevents you from smurfing. Once you reach a certain level, you can you can always go higher. Like I could go fight in the, in, in the ten, you can't actually you have to earn the tenth level. I could go fight fight in the ninth floor fine and just deal with those guys. But if the game thinks I should be at floor eight, I can't go any lower than that. It yeah, doesn't let you smurf. Th- that's not what smurfing is. Smurfing is you have now purchased. Well, starting a new character. Yeah. Smurfing is now you you have purchased the game for this console, so then you just create an alt account on this console and yeah. log in, and it thinks you're a new well, fighter. Okay, but it does it doesn't let it doesn't let you go hunting for noobs because you can't go lower than the floor it's assigned to you yes, based but, on your win-loss record. But if you start a new character, if you start a you're new... You're still stuck there. No. How is that possible? I've As far as PlayStation well, you, you, you is concerned, I'm not... I'm not new... No, no. As far as PlayStation is concerned, I'm not even logged into the profile that has that character. Oh, yeah. Then that's fine. Yeah. But the thing is, if you win too much, it bumps you up real fast. Oh, yeah. But you can still smurf. You just, you know, create a new yeah. fake fucking Hotmail account. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's it's not worth my time to do that. And re- regardless, um, the 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 gap between I kind of know what I'm doing and I know what I'm doing is massive in this game. <laughs> Almost more so than, than than previous Guilty Gears because you each character has has like um, its own weird mechanic right may is pretty straightforward i mean may and key and and soul are pretty straightforward characters everybody else has some twist like 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 bridget's the yo-yo thing and then giovanna's got that wolf that you have to worry about zato was in there with his insane extra guy who comes in there and gets you how do you so worry you to, about the wolf? The wolf is like always on her as part of her character. Uh, it increases her range, and there's things you can do with that. Um, it's just there's a lot of matchup knowledge. Huh. That, that, that there's, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of very character-specific matchup knowledge. And I haven't even run into a Happy Chaos yet. Happy Chaos just has a gun. Okay. And will just shoot you. The character's oh. name is Happy Chaos? The character's name is literally Happy Chaos. All okay. word? Okay, two words. Two words. Never heard yep. of Happy Chaos. He just has a gun. I feel sorry for anybody trying to play T- Potemkin against Happy Chaos. Potemkin's the giant, like brawler guy or, or, or grappler guy who doesn't have a forward dash, so he just like walks at you. He's got a command throw that does fifty percent damage, so if he catches you, you're gonna die. But 
I have not run into one yet. Yeah, this Bridget's is a still weird new. character. Yeah, Happy Chaos is bizarre. Just weird. That's neat. But yeah, so, it, you know what it makes me long for? Those uh, those halcyon days prancing through the verdant fields of Virtua Fighter. <laughs> where punch is punch and guard is guard and you can, you can uh, there is no, I don't think there's such a thing as a counter unless like you're using a move that's so fast that it interrupts the enemy's attack. Uh, doesn't Sarah have some catch moves? I don't remember. Yeah, no, no, those are, those are like, yeah, but those are certain moves for certain characters. And it's, it's yeah. like a move with an execution window usually. Well, yeah, you have to have it, there's a certain number of frames that you can catch stuff, so. Yeah, we should go play some virtual fighting. Oh, uh, I, I think I actually still have it downloaded, honestly. Um, I the could, nice thing is Strive's netcode is very my good. Jackie. There you go. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Strive's netcode is very, very good. It's using rollback netcode, so I've had one or two games that are bad, but other than that, it's been... And I'm on... Technically, I'm on Wi-Fi, so... Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm plugged into my Orbi via wire, but the Orbi is like a, like a Wi-Fi on steroids. Um, but it's it works. It's good. I, I, getting... I, haven't, I haven't been overdosing. I'm playing like just like an hour a day, and I, then I put it away. I've been getting a massive lag on Overwatch. I had to go reset the fucking router. Oof. I hate when that happens. My ping is usually about 50. It was going up to like 75. Ew. Or ping no latency is what it's called in the game. Late, so I don't know yeah. exactly what it is. Latency. Yeah, ping is basically speed. Is Virtual Fighter uh, rollback netcode? It is not. But it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, but you're further away now, aren't you? Or were you already Yes, there? I am. No, I, w- I used to be... Yeah. Not that far, and now I'm... Yeah, and it was hard to get into a lobby, wasn't it? It was really weird, yeah. I don't remember it being... Yeah, I remember it being kind of a pain in the butt to get in there. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll try. We'll, we'll check it out and see. I just got to refresh my Jackie, because my Jackie used to be okay. Not, not yeah. as good as my Lefe, but my Jackie is, was solid. Hmm. It's just been a long, long time since I did Jackie. <clears throat> Does that... Uh... Oh, wait. Got anything else? Uh, no. Um, no, I'm I think I'm good. Headlines. <coughs> a lot of entertainment news this week, folks. I apologize. Jeffrey Dean Morgan will join the cast of The Boys season four. Okay, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and I know for everyone else, he's like Negan or the dad in um, um, Supernatural. But for me, he'll always be the comedian first. Uh, Actually, yeah, I'm going to read this Neil Gaiman thing. So, uh, apparently, there was a script for a Sandman movie years ago, and it got to Neil Gaiman, and the studio was going to go ahead and do it, and Neil Gaiman read the script, <laughs> and he sent that script to Ain't It Cool News. Uh, <laughs> so, so, I sent the script to Ain't It Cool News, which back then was read by people, and I thought, I wonder what Ain't It Cool News will think of this, of this script that they're going to receive anonymously. And they wrote a fabulous article about how it was the worst script they'd ever sent, they'd ever been sent. And suddenly, the prospect of that film happening went away. And instead, <laughs> John Peters turned his attention to Wild Wild West. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh! That's not what I was looking for. Well, that yeah. is one good thing that yes. website did. Yeah, apparently the the Netflix series was actually adapted by Gaiman himself, and that's one of the reasons it can actually it actually works. Yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. Um, a bunch of gaming sites picked up the news this week that the bi- there's going to be a Bioshock thing for Netflix. I think it's a movie. Yeah. And it's going to be directed by Francis Lawrence, who did I Am Legend, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and Slumberland. Hmm. None of which fills me with much uh, no. hype. No. But it'll be written 
by Michael Green, who did Logan, Blade Runner 2049, and American Gods. Okay. Now that's good. I think we need to get rid of that director, though. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad. And, uh, yeah. Sounds cursed. The adaptation contains potassium benzoate. Yes. (laughs) That's bad. Um... The Umbrella Academy writer, director, producer Steve Blackman will adapt Horizon Zero Dawn for Netflix. Okay. You should probably finish his second game so we get spoilers. I guess, but that's going to be bad. <laughs> that's going to be bad. That's going to be mad well, costumes and shitty CG. There's no way that'll be good. Uh, Warner Brothers. This was really the big entertainment news story this week. And people who work in the industry, particularly in animation are, like, fucking traumatized by this. Yeah, this is pretty wild. Imagine you worked on an art project for 10 years, and you did, you know, 10 seasons of, I don't know how, how many, like, Uncle Grandpa got through. There's a bunch of these cartoons that I was never into, but people love. And in order to save $3 billion in costs, um, Warner Brothers, under the new Discovery banner, with their almost exclusively white male uh, board, started doing tax write-offs for all these shows. This is the same thing that happened with the Batgirl movie. Now, what this means is when you when you write something off for tax purposes, is if you like write off a car, uh, the car still exists. It's still there, but you can never use it for anything ever again. So they can never make money off any of these properties. They can never sell these properties to someone else because effectively now they're destroyed. They don't exist. So all of these people's work is gone. Hmm. To Pirate Bay. To yes. Pirate Bay. Uh, 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 Basically, week, Cartoon Network is dead or dying, and it sucks. So sad. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery lost $20 billion in market value as a result of the cuts. As they and, should. And people's reaction online to it. I hope people lose their jobs for this. Uh, they won't. It sounds like a real kind of club at the top there, and they're just cutting shit because one guy, the guy in in charge of the animation department, doesn't like animation. Mm -hmm. Uh, James Wan, director of Godzilla vs. Kong, will develop a live action King Kong TV series for Disney Plus that is based Mm -hmm. on the novelization of the original movie and is unrelated to the current Universal movie. Somehow, in terms of rights, they can do that. But they can't make it the same universe as the Universal movies. Hey, hey there's a there's a Alfred Pennyworth show, so nothing really phases me at this point. Yeah, um, I could imagine a good Godzilla series, but the amount you're gonna have to spend on CG for that is insane. Can we get a King Kong versus Alfred Pennyworth movie? <laughs> because that'd be kind of cool. The thing is, you know, Pennyworth lives because he's got to go on to raise uh, to raise Brucey, Bruce Wayne. Bruce B. Bruce oh, w. Excuse me. Jordan Peele's Nope will be available to purchase on digital storefronts this Friday. So probably today for the listener. I will rent that again. I will buy it. I'm just going to go out and buy it. Have you seen it? You've seen it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, wor- it's worth buying, right? It, it's, a, it's a good time. Good. Okay. Let's photograph a monster and make it like a fucking thriller out of it. I loved it. Uh, Deadline says Sony has a Gravity Rush movie in the works. How about a game, Sony? Yeah, yeah. how about another That's game? A weird property to make a movie out of. Oh, you think that's weird? Deadline has also said that Sony are working on a Days Gone movie instead of a See, game. See, Days Gone would have made sense like 10 years ago. Well, five years ago when the game thing. came out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, aren't we collectively a little zombied out now? 
I no. I would have hoped so, but no. I don't think so. No, I don't. I went I mean... back to Dead Island, or I went back to Dying Light Two for a little bit this week as well. And I was hopping around the world doing all the platforming shit, and I remembered why I stopped playing Dying Light Two. Yeah, I think it was because Horizon came out. But I remember being what I was disappointed in in, in uh, Dying Light Two was the platforming felt so next level, and the combat felt kind of reduced. It was less interesting than it had ever been. Bingo. Game. Well, you you have another shot with a different zombie game next year. I know, so kind of please. Uh, so anyway, there's definitely a hunger in me to beat the shit out of zombies and have it be spectacularly gory and cool and fun. I definitely would. Want you that. like to play as a young Lenny Kravitz? I'll I'll be okay I would with it love if, that. If, if Lenny Kravitz is the katana character who gets better and better with blades. Like I don't remember who the character was in the first Dead Island, but I remember it was an Asian woman. Yeah, and the Chinese spy. Yeah, she had just all yeah. kinds of skills for getting her katanas. Just yeah, I'll play that character. Aubrey Plaza is in season two of The White Lotus. Okay, I love Aubrey Plaza. I can't wait. Who hates Aubrey Plaza? I can't wait until it's like the Oscar phase of her life because that's going to be fun. Uh, she was okay. She was the best part of uh, Legion, a show I struggled with. I never watched Legion, but if there's a movie with Aubrey Plaza in it, I it goes on my list, and I might she, watch it. She is amazing in Legion. She's so, worth it. I like Aubrey Plaza as a producer. I find she picks really fucking interesting projects that she tends to star in. I think Ingrid Goes West she produced, and I know for a fact she executive produced The, the Little Hours. Right. I absolutely love. I, I will, remember. I will, yeah, anything that Aubrey Plaza is in immediately becomes more interesting because she's chosen to do it. <laughs> There's probably something cool in there. Speaking of, Elijah Wood will join the cast of Yellow Jackets for season two. Yay, if they don't already shut that down, which they might. They might. Uh, Mike Flanagan, uh, this is like The Haunting of Hill House, and uh, what was the vampire one? Uh, oh, Midnight Mass. Yeah, Midnight Mass. That, that guy. That guy's next Netflix thing is The Midnight Club about a bunch of terminally ill teens unraveling the mysterious the mysteries of the sinister hospice that they call home. It's out on October 7th. Netflix has a lot coming this, uh, this Yeah, October. they do. Yeah, they do. In Destiny news, due to heavy grenade launchers doing more damage than intended, all non-sunset heavy grenade launchers have been disabled, excluding nah. three specific ones. Nobody's uh, perfect. <laughs> I just, it's a good thing I don't use any grenade launchers. Uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall expansion has been revealed and is coming February 26th, 2023. <sighs> Probably going to buy it. Yes, you will. Yes, it's it, but if you're having fun with it, have no shame. I, I don't. I all am. Right, then. An update. Just Cold like we'll War. all buy Diablo 4. Yeah. When time comes. I don't know you that will. I will. I think I you might. Will. I probably yeah. will. I'd like yes. to promise that I can't, and if they do have some like skeevy predatory lending shit in there, that, I will. Yeah. Okay, I will stay what? away, but if it comes out and it gets like 80 reviews... If it comes out a week after or a week before like any From Software game, no, I'm not getting that. I don't know if From Software would go against Blizzard. They beat Sony, hand over fist. Um, they I beat think, Horizon. I think they... Uh, right now, I think they... Well, hmm. mm, I think there's significant overlap between like that those crowds... And I think Diablo 4 would win that fight, assuming it's good. I don't know if that's true. I think they offer very different things. Hmm. What they offer is similar on the surface. But I don't know if that's true. If those games went head-to-head, I would 100% choose from. Alex? 
Oh, from 100%. Oh, go. But you know like, if I was betting on who would sell more. Oh. Mm. Diablo will win that fight. What? We have a lot more from games than you have Diablo games. Diablo 3 was when? Twenty. That's a good point. Yep. Yeah, and he says this as someone who's like who. But the thing is, you used to run these physical midnight launches. Those don't occur anymore. No, they don't. So I miss those. Honestly, those were fun. I I don't know. I mean, I think maybe the world's better for it. Yeah, but, but not it's having midnight yeah, releases. 100%. No, yeah, being able were... to come home and then just wait for it to no, unlock is so no, much better. No, yes. See, but no, no, no. Were... Fuck those lines. Fuck yes, those like lines. Just, those just, just book tomorrow off and stay up till 11, and that's when it unlocks. Listen, I, I, I'm as insular and as, as any other person who doesn't like most other people, but those were amazing like community events, right? The Halo 2 Midlight launch was just literally nerds as far as I could see. <clears throat> he does this every and it was time just kind of comforting. And they yeah. were having a good time. Yeah, it's nice to know there's other people out there who give a shit. It is. I mean, the the, the best story I have from retail is well, one of the Warcraft expansions. We were doing a midnight launch, and we were talking. And I didn't play, but my assistant at the time played. And he said something. Yeah, I was on. I did this. And I, you know, I was playing. Like, I killed this guy from behind. And he, he said something specific. And some motherfucker in line goes, "Wait a minute, was that on such and such server?" And that guy goes, "Yeah." And the customer says, "That was me." You killed me. <laughs> and like literally it got kind of quiet and then it was like, hey, and like, like shaking hands and stuff like that. And it's just, and, and that is that's, cute. That's the thing you get when you take people who spend most of their lives in the basement and force them together. We're actually pretty cool. Some of my best pretty friends relaxed. in World of Warcraft were Horde players. I was alliance. <laughs> I just got a good reputation for killing them. Yeah, see? Uh, an update for Cult of the Lamb this week suggests it, quote, allows more than six followers to enter the temple at once. Whether or not this solves my quest blocks is untested because I don't care that much. Oh, I didn't I hear that. I considered it. I considered it. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear. You didn't listen to the Cult of the Lamb show? I, I, haven't, I haven't had time, to be completely honest. I okay. will go back and listen to our He list. is lukewarm. No, what, what it was, was I was getting, you would, okay, a follower comes up to you, goes, uh, Great leader, great leader, uh, I believe in you so much, I would love to please be sacrificed to our gods. Sweet. So everyone will believe more, and uh, and if you accept this quest, uh, right now nothing happens. But if you refuse the quest, the faith of your entire cult will be reduced mm. by a little over half. Ouch. So you fucking accept. All you mm. gotta do is walk down to your temple and, you know, tell some tentacles to kill this guy. So you walk down to the temple. And six of your followers walk into the temple with you, and you bring up the list of followers, or you bring, you go up, you go up to your rituals, and you select the sacrifice, and you and it brings up a list of followers, and those six followers who are currently in the temple with you are available to be sacrificed, but not that guy. And there is <laughs> the no need. yeah, there <laughs> is no way to force it in, and there's different quests that will require something like this and be similarly blocked. And if you Oops. fail the quest, you have like two in-game days to complete a quest or something, and if you fail the quest. The faith of the entire group is reduced by half. So pretty yeah, frustrating. It's kind of it's kind of broken. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so I kind of test, but as I said last week, the the melee roguelike dungeon sections of Cult of the Lamb are not nearly as good as a bunch of other games like that that you could name. The build your little camp section of Cult of the Lamb is not nearly as good as any type of survival roguelike you may have seen. Um, what it does have is style. Tons of adorable, adorable uh, cultish style. It's fucking cute as hell, but you're doing incredibly dark shit. So yeah, Cult of the Lamb, I gotta go with thumbs down for now. 
Yeah, right, right. At least we know. The Dark Pictures will get a collection rele- collected release of all their mediocre stories that began in 2019 with Man of Medan on November 18th. That's fine. I don't know why you need it. Everybody's played them already and probably owns them. Did you You're better them? off watching Love, Death, and Robots. I don't think everyone's played that with those games. Not everyone, but Certainly everyone not. who wants to probably has. Yes. But uh, collectors will look at that shit. I would have gotten that shit if, if this were me 12 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Sony are upping the price of the PS5 by about 50 bucks in pretty much all regions except the States and South America. Interesting. Not, not only can you not find one, if you do, <laughs> cost you more. Yeah, but uh, I'm sure... Well, okay. Uh, PS5 is currently sold, according to Ampere Analysis. Uh, PS5 has sold 21 million consoles versus Xbox Series. All Xbox Series, 13.8 million. Oh. <laughs> okay, so yes, Microsoft is, is in a solid third place. Probably but... feeling like they can do this and will continue to be just fine because of brand loyalty. But they will be that champagne guy in third place. Um, like, bites the metal and, like... No, every time there's a launch, every time there's a console announcement, it's the one with the lower price that wins. It's true. And so we kind of... I feel like this might be a return to Sony arrogance to make this choice. Microsoft did react to this, and they said, our price points are two, are 300 and 500. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is... This kind of feels like Sony arrogance, but as you often point out, Microsoft has the pockets to uh, to sell these at a loss if they need to. Microsoft is buying Activision. Activision's not that sm- not that much smaller than Sony itself. Exactly. So. So maybe, well, yeah, maybe Sony is just like they literally can't afford to do that. But there's they're doing so well anyway. Da, da, da. Servers for Dark Souls 3 are back online this week. Holy they were shit. Offline for like 200 days. Yeah. I did play a little bit of uh, the new Elden Ring patch too, and it turned me off Elden Ring. What? It really nerfed Bloodhound Step. Like it made oh, Bloodhound I Step thought you'd hate that. To the point that, it, that it's like you might as well go with Quick Step. And if you're using Quick Step, you might as well just be dodging. But the thing is, my whole build is for uh, Stormville Angel is that she can thump around with a super heavy equip load because she has Bloodhound Step, and now Bloodhound Step is not what it was. So uh-huh. They nerfed your character. They nerfed my character. Specifically so, your character, yeah, yes. So <laughs> this is like what they did to my brother with De- with Dying Light 1. <laughs> he yeah. never went back. I could never get him to go back. What do you mean guns don't work anymore? Heck yeah. with that game. <laughs> uh, Devil May Cry came out 21 years ago this week. Devil May Cry can drink any state. Uh, But what about Devil May Cry 3? I still have time, right? In my day, Devil May Cry was a brand new, super cool video game. (laughs) In my day, Devil May Cry was awesome. My day was decades ago. Jack and Daxter was the pinnacle of 3D entertainment. (laughs) Villains in Gotham Knights will include Harley Quinn, Penguin, and Mr. Freeze. Oh, and Gotham Knights is coming out like three days earlier but we'll get to that oh uh, Clayface was in that trailer too oh really I didn't see him neat yeah, Fuck, yeah. I loved the Clayface in the series god they did some good shit with that character mm-hmm. in the, the cartoon series uh, Batman the I, animated series listener. the old one yeah I will be satisfied if that game's just a solid 7 out of 10 yeah me too I don't know that brawling looked boring 
I'm not sure. The whole the game looks is, boring. I'm worried that the the brawling looks boring, but is actually awesome. Because as I recall, the combat in Miles Morales also looked boring. Like Spider-Man. Marvel Spider-Man. No, it was good, though. I didn't think it looked good prior to release. Well, then you play it, you're like, oh, God. This yeah, is this awesome. is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm kind I just, of hoping Arkham Knights is that. I want it to be good so I can run around as Damian Wayne and just be an absolute asshole. That's what I want. You don't need to run around as Damian Wayne to do that. You're an American. That's true. <laughs> I could do that right now. I am Amendment in the right. South. Uh, a consumer advocacy group is suing Sony for charging 30% commission fee on all digital purchases through the UK PlayStation Store, hoping to distribute billions of dollars to players who have used the PlayStation Store since August of 2016. Most major storefronts, including Steam, Microsoft, Nintendo, also take 30%, with the notable exception of the Epic Games Store. I'm going to have to call hmm. bullshit on that lawsuit. It's Sony's storefront. Yeah, I mean, but the UK might not see it that way. They might see Sony as being anti-competitive in this case. And if they then turn around and make a law in the UK that says you can only charge this percentage on your storefront. Well, they'll just, rise the, they'll just raise the price of the games potentially, to make up that percentage. But potentially, but that also means the developers will get more. So that's good for gaming overall. And... It also means that Steam and Microsoft and Nintendo will have to follow the same laws, at least in the UK. Now, once those occur in the UK, maybe elsewhere in the world will force them to do the same. That's a big maybe. I have a hard time with this. It's just, it's it's their store. You're going in and telling them that they can't have a higher margin than 30% in their store. Would you do that to a physical store? Yeah, that's a good point. No one is, I mean, it, it sounds arrogant and awful, but they're not selling anything that anybody needs to live. These no. are literally luxury items. That is true. Now, I hate to come to Sony's defense because they are a big business and therefore evil, but too late. it's their playground. I don't know. Look at this noble knight out defending his master. I, <laughs> <laughs> God, man. Yeah, I thought you were the expert. I, well... Microsoft he's, does the same thing. As an American, so he's a he's a business buy. It's bred that way. The almighty dollar. It. Ownership is nine-tenths of the law. I don't know. The great chain of ambition guides us all. <laughs> Speaking of Bioshock. Uh, yeah, I was kind of pissed off this week because it's like the 15th anniversary of the first Bioshock. And so 2K was tweeting out a bunch of shit about Bioshock. And frankly, 2K... If you're not giving me a trailer for the next Bioshock with a release date, <laughs> shut up. Shut the fuck up about Bioshock because they did this like three days before Gamescom, and I didn't watch probably yep. the first two thirds of the Gamescom thing. Um, but once I was watching, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Two K's been tweeting about Bioshock lately. Oh shit, we could see a fucking Bioshock trailer. No, 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 nah. no. So yeah. you know what? Two K, shut the fuck up. <laughs> So what was the cool thing is I because of when Gamescom was I did not watch it live but by the time I got home and you know had dinner and sat down all the trailers were on YouTube mm-hmm. I could just watch the trailers and not watch Jeff Keighley at all it was very nice actually yeah the Jeff much Keighley more pleasant experience yeah disappointing as usual um, none of the trailers were particularly good either though I didn't think it was very little that was shown that I actually gave a shit about. Even the Callisto Protocol footage was like not as good as the last. Some of that looked kind of janky. I gotta be honest. I wouldn't say janky, but I, it, it it certainly hyped me. I, I, it lowered my hype level for Callisto Protocol. 
the the way like in, the, in that that first section where you had that spinning like wood chipper in the room, mm-hmm. and the way when you threw it at it, they just literally like disappeared into mist. Yeah, like, like and and then and then tactically, yeah. why not throw every one of them in there? Why even waste yeah. your bullets at all? Like I don't under like I, I didn't like maybe there's a mechanic where you can't just throw everything all the time. I, I mean, it, it is it is. Lowered my percentage chance of playing it by zero percent of going to play the game. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. not like. Eh. But it, it depressed my hype. And now you yeah. guys got to explain why people are hyped for Lies of P. I keep. I on, don't know. I keep on looking at it, and I'm like. I think the art design looks cool. It's I think fine. The monster you, design looks cool. You come from From Software. You best not miss. Yeah, and this looks like a miss. I agree with Alex. I don't know why anyone's hyped for Lies of P. It looks like another Pretender to the Crown. Okay, but I'm hoping it's something that I can I can actually play. But if it's trying to do, first of all, if you're trying to do a Souls-like thing, that's hard enough who, as it who is. Who knows that they are? That's what everyone we, we says. They say it's I know, because there's a stamina bar. I said, I, saw, I said the same thing on Twitter. I mean, like, oh, there's a stamina bar. Fuck. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's just, I don't know. It's also kind of like fancy top hat, steampunky. So that gives yes. it a bit of, I can see how someone would say like it. Little Alice Madness Returns in there. Shines with the of... same light as Bloodborne. It does not. Just go play Bloodborne again. It's better. Uh, okay. We'll see. We'll see. Return Comes to Monkey out. Island is out on September 19th. I don't care. Not a fan of the new art style on that one. Yeah. It was a weird I'm choice. not going to send abusive messages to the artists because whatever, that's ridiculous, but I'm not, I don't like how it looks. Yeah, me neither. Uh, new Tales from the Borderlands is out October 21st. Eh? 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 No returning characters that I recognize. Not even Cloud no. Trap. Uh, you saw... Um... Oh, crap. You're the expert. <laughs> uh, no. Atlas guy from the last one. Uh, fuck. So there was somebody. I yeah, there was, in I the background for a okay. half second in one of the, yeah. Okay. Reese. There's a bit of Reese. Homeworld 3 is coming in the first half of 2023. Is that a PC-only release? Must, I, I think so. I imagine so. Homeland, Homeworld. That kind of RTS, I can't imagine working well on a console. Uh, Lies of P is coming in 2023 and will be get day one on Game Pass. Congratulations, Game Pass. Thank you. Blacktail is one worth keeping an eye on. It's a first-person fantasy action RPG where you play as a witch with a bow in like an open-world forest. That's a lot of good words. Yes, I know. <laughs> so Blacktail, and it's coming to everything. So Blacktail, yeah, definitely put that on your list. Uh, Dying Light 2's Bloody Ties DLC will launch on October 13th. I don't care. All right. Sonic Frontiers got a trailer, and I didn't watch it. Did you? Don't care. I watched it. It looked like a Sonic game. I didn't really care. Uh, Dune Awakening is an MMO survival sim. So it's like mm. never touch that. Yeah, it's like that uh, Val- uh, Valhalla game or whatever it's called. No, Valheim. Rust. Valheim. Yeah, Rust and Valheim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Lords of the Fallen is a sequel to Lords of the Fallen from 2014, taking place a thousand years after the previous game, coming in 2023. Earlier in this conversation, listener, we talked about what happens if you come from From Software and if you miss. They have already done that three times. Where there were three Lords of the Fallen games? No, there's one Lords of the Fallen and two of those sci-fi ones. Um, oh the yeah, surge. the surge. surge one and two. Yeah, yeah, and so I went. No, they suck. I went into and I knew what these guys were doing for years. I had, I had seen Lords of the Fallen come and get its reviews and go, and then The Surge came and got its reviews and it went, and The Surge 2 was like, oh, it was a little better than that last one. So I decided to try The Surge 2 one day. No. Listener? No. No. 
Don't trust these guys. Aren't the storage ones all about cutting specific parts off the enemies? That aspect. For crafting purposes? Yeah, that aspect was kind of cool. Okay. But, uh, no. (laughs) Overall, just like as a gameplay experience, not even close to to the refinement of of design that that genre requires. Okay, let me me ask you something. Imagine a country song written by a Polish dude. Like an an American country song written by a guy who speaks Polish. And now imagine that song the one song playing over the inventory screen for the entire game. Oh, man, I don't remember that. That is a surge. I don't remember that. Uh, weird song got an art trailer. It was like kind of CGI, but it was like a bunch of paintings that were moving kind of. There was no indication of what kind of game it actually is. There was a fantasy setting clearly, and it's being made by a bunch of ex Bethesda and ex Obsidian talent. Yeah, that's okay. I yeah. mean, that doesn't mean anything. doesn't okay. mean anything yet. Um, we'll see. Uh, the Callisto Protocol, we already talked about a few more minutes of gameplay. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game is coming from the creators of Friday the 13th, out 2023. Weird. So, so it'll be another one of those like multiplayer things. Someone's going to play the clowns. Yeah, asymmetric multiplayer. Okay, that's fine. Uh, the Expanse, a Telltale series, got a trailer. There should be an asterisk on that Telltale because it's not the yeah. same company. Yeah. So, I, yeah, like I don't know about how the the gaming culture at large feels about Telltale, but around this table, we're all just taking a wait-and-see episode uh, yeah, quite a view on this company. Yeah. Uh, Dream, I wish them the best. Yeah, me too. Quantic Dream announced their next thing, who I don't wish the best, in collaboration with another <laughs> French studio called Under the Deep. And I didn't even watch that trailer because I heard it was made by Quantic Dream, but I think Chamberlain did. I, well, I don't remember anything about it, to be completely honest. I, I, I watched the trailer and I don't remember... Anything. Good. I just remember seeing Quantic Dream and going, oh, well, oh. Yeah, I'm sorry we even brought it up. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh, Dead Island 2 is real and coming February 3rd. So they started off, this is what ended the Gamescom show. Mm-hmm. Um, replete with, you know, Jeff's uh, bubbling over anticipation to show it to everyone. Um, and then we got like this cinematic kind of CG trailer of this young Lenny Kravitz looking dude. Uh, being super cool in L.A. and just living in L.A. and beating the shit out of zombies on his way to go pick up something from the grocery store mm-hmm. and then going home and then forgetting that he got forgot something at the grocery store. Batteries. Yeah, batteries. <laughs> so he's got to so he's got to head back out and then it's like, oh yeah, would you like to actually see some gameplay? Yeah, and then they show fucking gameplay and it was squishy. Zombies exploded. There's lots of like goo. Often I'll bring up. Uh, the one experience I had with a PlayStation in my teen years. This was I went over to a 30-hour famine party. Um, this uh, this guy, this other guy actually named David, had brought had brought his PlayStation and he had Final Fantasy and um, Resident Evil 2. Hey. And running around, and he, he was so excited about Final Fantasy and he showed me Final Fantasy 7 and I was like, get, turn this thing the fuck off. <laughs> Final, in, in Resident Evil 2... He had the Magnum unlocked, and he had tons of ammo for it. So I was able to just run around with a Magnum just popping zombie heads constantly. He's like, don't save it, don't save it. I'm like, I won't. But it was so much fucking fun. There is still an inner child in me that wants to beat up zombies with a katana. And Dead Island 2, from Deep Silver, who I hate, and a studio that I don't know for shit, that looks pretty fucking good. It did. It did. It did. Alex, did you see that trailer? 
I very much want to play it. I totally mm-hmm. want to play that shit. So really, I mean, for horror, we're getting an, we're going to have an awesome four months starting true. in December because you get Callisto Protocol. So, so we know this is coming out February. That they, they put a date. Yeah, they yeah. announced a date. Okay, but that is six months away from now ish. So that's the type of span that can get pushed. I agree. I agree. It's going to be reticent, but uh, you get Callisto Protocol in December, Dead Space remake in January. Uh, Dead Island 2 in February, uh, Resident Evil 4 remake in March. Hmm. Nice. What a month for four months. That's fucking awesome. Uh, and just another trailer that was shown this week. It wasn't part of the uh, reveal, but I sent it to you guys. Um, Atomic Heart is still looking fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, it really it's doing something. Yeah, uh, there's, an Atomic, there's a fairly lengthy Atomic Heart gameplay trailer out, so go to YouTube and check that out, listener. Um, Soundtrack's kind of banging. It's pretty good. Yeah, and uh, it absolutely has Bioshock vibes to it. And uh, yeah, I guess we can't recreate the joke, but it was a good joke. He had a good yeah. Chamberlain had a good joke via email. Listen, yeah. he made me laugh out loud when I read it. It works in text, not so much yeah. speaking out loud. No. Um, a couple other ones: um, Honkai Star Rail for all you people who like your JRPGs, looking at least one generation old. You'll have one of those. Uh, Scars above. Scars above. Sci-fi, very kind of Mass Effect looking. Thing. All it showed was CG stuff, but it didn't look bad. And I'm like, all right, well, sci-fi stuff, that's fine. And the one that got me was Where Winds Meet. There is which... a pre-alpha gameplay video for Stars Above. There you go. Uh, Where Winds Meet is basically Assassin's Creed, but in Imperial China, ancient China. Huh. Um, okay, what, where did you get Assassin's Creed from? Because there was no stealth that I saw. Was there? Uh, the platforming looked very Assassin's Creed. Just run and you can run up the wall, move around on the wall, and kind of do stuff like that. Yeah, but no, no. I it's com- also I very disagree. open world. These characters were da- listener. These characters were dashing across water and running straight yeah. up the side of ships, and then like doing a dodge that would whisk them a- completely around the ship. Pretty much, it looks like running around cannons. in a superhero game. It's still. It's supposed to be very, very open world. The only, the only downside is it, it is being funded by the Chinese government. Oh no! Which means buying that is funneling money towards a borderline fascist authoritarian, you know, entity. Yeah, and, but I also pay my taxes, so I'm not that much better off here. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know. I it, it look it looked pretty cool to me. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. There's no date. There's nothing on it. I hate to say this, but the Scars Above pre-alpha gameplay video makes Scars Above look pretty kind of interesting, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. What else you got? Yeah, what uh, that was it. That was all I saw. But yeah, Scars Above, I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I hadn't even seen that one, so thank you for bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that multi-platform? Should be. More. It's not telling me the platforms. Okay, moving on. Yep. PlayStation announced a DualSense Edge controller, basically their version of the Pro Controller, with customizable buttons, sticks, and back buttons. No price or any details at all yet, really. Yeah, it's literally their Pro Controller. Here's the problem. That's fine. If it's made by Sony, um, I would anticipate it would have a shelf life similar to their current fucking DualSense controllers. <laughs> in which case, there's no way I'm paying extra, because it, it won't last me for the next four years. If that's if I, that's what I was getting, I would totally do that. That's actually the complaint about the pro controllers is they, their lifespan isn't really any better, or I mean, or sometimes it's worse than the standard controllers. Exactly. There's just Wait, more to, what? There's more to break in there. Yeah. So no, I'll just stick with you know, 
liable. Uh, Sony also announced the PSVR 2 will come in early 2023. Embracer Group. Uh, go ahead. I was trying to think of anything they could announce that would make me actually want to buy that. Uh, Seems how little game. I use the other one. I don't know. Someone's texting me. Ooh. Oh, important, important notices. I got. I can't. I, I use the PSVR so sporadically that I cannot think of something that would make me want the new one. Maybe if Half Life Alex was on there, because I didn't play mm. that. Yeah, I for PC gamers, Half Life Alex is a uh, what's the word for it? It's the game that drives platform holders. Yeah. Um, yeah, for for PC players, <laughs> I never saw anything that half in Half Life Alex that made me feel that way about it. And every VR game I played on PSVR was like not even close, not even close to what you kind of want from a VR experience. And none of, they've shown trailers for PSVR two games. And they look yeah, the Horizon sh- one looked like crap. It looks like crap. Mm-hmm. So still, I don't think the PSVR 2 needs to exist. It would be wise of Sony to take all that R&D money and put it into games. Because people buy those. We like them. It works. Make a controller that doesn't fall apart in six months. Uh, <laughs> or holds a charge for more than four hours. Yeah. <laughs> Embracer Group stock took a big hit following the release of Saints Row, dropping 11% this week. I will be interested to see if that thing's selling at all, or if word got out that it's just well, it's just more Saints a big Row. nothing burger. No, I think people. Uh, I think that'll depend on Twitch engagement or like or like mm. kind of viral engagement. I think there's definitely a subset of the population that can see a character beating NPCs to death with a giant dildo and think, "I gotta get that game." I have not seen the dildo weapon yet, if it exists. It's Saints Row. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Embracer Group's Knights of the Old Republic remake has been moved to Saber Interactive in Eastern Europe. Uh, Jason Schreier says stakeholders at Sony and Disney were not happy with the previous developer's progress, and some folks are optimistic about the transition. I want to know what they saw. I want to know what they yeah. saw. It was so disheartening. Yeah. Maybe in like... You, you, these stories are rare, of it saying like, oh, no, 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 somebody else. Like, so bad you can't even just rush it out and, like, you know, mock it up with a... With a Shod, like shoddy ad campaign how fucking bad was well, it the thing is and if you're showing a prestige game to sony execs they know what a game needs to look like i don't think disney has any idea what they're looking for they probably walked know it had to be so to sony and said what do you think and sony's like no <laughs> that one uh. guy who made axiom verge all by his all by himself has a quadriplegic nonverbal son and because he's kind of self-employed doing whatever the fuck he wants, he created a communication program for his kid to use. Sweet. Yeah. Hopefully he makes it available for others. And I only heard about it because his wife tweeted it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the developer of that Black Myth Wukong game you may have seen footage of is actually a super sexist douche. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know like that Monkey King game? Where he's got, yeah, the, yeah. He's got the staff yeah. and it's running on Unreal Engine 5? Uh, yeah. So basically, he said a lot of hateful, misogynistic shit in Mandarin that doesn't really translate well. But I read through a bunch of Twitter threads of like women explaining what he's saying by using these words, and it's all bad. But the one bit that does translate well is uh, his game quote needed no female players. <laughs> he doesn't care about what we want. He doesn't care about this. He doesn't care about that. Uh, it's like he watched some Western media of Trump and thought that's cool. I'm going to do that, and that'll get me popular like Trump is popular in the States. 
And yeah, dude, you're popular like yeah. Trump is popular. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. We don't like Trump. <laughs> He's a nasty little. He likes bitch. his he likes his documents though. He's a nasty. Oh yeah, he wants his documents back. Those are, are those are documents. my documents Wine. that the FBI planted. <laughs> they brought with them and took took out. I already them. disclassified them. When do you disclassify them? In my before, head. Before before. <laughs> a couple I... days ago. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, I worry that. I worry that when this comes to a head, any reasonable lawyer could just say, "Look, has any? I don't know if anyone's noticed, Your Honor, but my client is fucking crazy. If you'll notice, he hasn't stopped talking this entire time. Like, and the judge is going to have to look at that and go, "Wait a minute, he is fucking crazy. He obviously is fucking crazy." And I think "crazy" is actually an ableist term. Maybe I shouldn't be using that, but. Um. Yeah, like that would be a fine defense of anything Donald Trump has ever done because he's clearly out of his fucking mind. I think, wouldn't it? I think delusional is probably the better term for it. Mm. Completely deluded. Well, he knows what he. The thing is, I do think he knows what he's doing is illegal. I said, I don't care. Yeah, no, no. Like the 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 mealy mouth stuff around the declassification shows consciousness of guilt. Yeah. Like, I think he's very much aware of what he's doing. But I think it's also it would be also very easy to prove that he's just fucking insane. Yeah. Just the amount of narcissism in the guy. At least they put Reagan off to the side when he started to go and let Nancy run things. Yeah, everyone's talking about how, <laughs> quote, the baby boomers didn't want to pay for this generation's t- uh, uh, universities. And that's why university went up, because of tax cuts. Yep. Wasn't weren't those tax, tax cuts just Reagan... Wasn't that not, not like the boomers in the same way? Like you're going to say that Gen X fucking elected Trump? Fuck off! Don't put that on us. But Gen X didn't. First of all, first of all, first of all, Gen X didn't elect anybody. Boomers oh, saw God. that. <laughs> that is true. I don't. Uh, but I'm I'm from Canada, listener. So I, my my vote doesn't affect your elections, and our guy's a liberal. He, and still in office. Yeah, he's he's embroiled in some you know minor Canadian scandals of his own, but impoliteness. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Nothing doesn't like Tim Hortons. Nothing super cool like that. Like Lady Prime Minister was, was caught going to clubs. Ooh. Oh God, she went to a party and I was know. dancing. Oh no! And it's like this week another thing comes out. It turns out she's just super cool. And here, here's her playing a guitar. <laughs> Don't understand it. You're not supposed to. It's not for you. Like our our. Prime Minister equivalent was buying football players cold McDonald's. Like, this, what I wouldn't give for a national embarrassment like that. Well, I think the whole sending public servants back to work thing is a little shitty. Or back to the office thing is a little shitty. It is a little shitty. A lot of things are a little shitty. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, let's think about how this weekend, uh, I think it's this weekend, will be, oh no, maybe it's next weekend. Isn't it September 2nd that uh, Lord of the Rings comes out? Uh, I think so. September 2nd. Damn it. Gotta wait another week. Another week. One more week. I will probably get to play Soul Hackers 2 soon. Soul Hackers 2. A Shin Megami Tensei series, JRPG, getting pretty good reviews. Hmm. 
Hmm. It's like 80s. Yeah, but they all still look like they came out on the PS2. I don't care. This is very true. I don't. I don't care. Um, what I've read is Soul Hackers Two is not as this not necessarily as deep as like Persona Five, a little more accessible, which I'm fine. I didn't with. think Persona Five was particularly deep, but I didn't get too deep into it. Yeah, so we'll see. I should help be able to play that next week. Well, I'm gonna see if I can get my brother into Destiny Two. I'm kind of bored of Overwatch lately. So many Smurfs. Ah. Uh, it's got a it's got a character building thing with the armor shit now. I kind of love it. Yeah, and I like that, and I think he might too. Mm-hmm. Like you can make it so like you can like reload hand cannons twice as fast. Better aiming with sniper rifles. Lots of fun shit. Isn't uh, which one was the scout rifle? Is is that the warlock? Scout rifle can be anybody. What's the warlock yeah. good with? Warlock's good with honestly, I think sidearms and shotguns. So pistols, so like those big hand cannon pistols. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like the the warlock's gonna want to get in the middle of stuff and like heal, heal people. So like a lot of close up stuff. Sniper rifles sometimes. Are these bullet sponge bosses? I seem to recall that. Oh, totally. <laughs> and now every now everything has like three tiers to it. No. So like they'll be like ha- like. Twice he'll be covered in invincible shield and you gotta kill some underlings, but you gotta work together. Thank, survive. Thank God I brought this up because I was in danger of suggesting it to my brother. Yeah. You almost downloaded it. Mm. Put those bits on your PS5. <laughs> I already downloaded it. But I can oh, but no. I can I can delete it without checking. And then I'm gonna download Virtual Fighter. Because that I know I'm, I'm sorry. This this is just a it's a beautiful game with beautiful guns. Well, the headshots beautiful. the headshots that I like. Mm, and the like so the, the bungee AI. Fighting against Bungie AI is fun, but I remember fighting. They, they always the bosses was annoying as shit. They're not never impossible, but they always get the better of you enough. Yeah, they make it interesting. To, yeah, yeah. They work together almost. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Oh. Two fun clean weeks for Lord of the Rings. Is that all coming out at the same time, or is it going to be like I, episodic? I like believe they'll put out the first two episodes, and then there's going to be episodic. I suppose they'll do that just so people don't cancel Prime after watching it all in one afternoon. Well, they've... uh, No, no. That's how they do... um, I know they did two for the preview. People who who got to see the preview got to see the first two episodes. So if it goes with, like, what they did with... What they're doing with the boys, it'll just be the first episode one week, second episode the next week. We'll see. I like it when you drop two to begin with. You know, give me the second episode. Because I'm definitely more into She-Hulk now than I was at the end of the first episode. Are there any actors of note in this Lord of the Rings? No, I love that. No. I'm scrolling through it. I don't know any of these fucking people. They're going total Star Trek on it. But they all have charismatic faces. It's a lot of CG. They spent a billion dollars after all. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm opening up more. No, I don't know any of these people. This is awesome. Yeah. Where was it filmed? Hopefully New Zealand. (laughs) I have no idea. Someday I want to go to New Zealand and walk around Hobbiton because it still exists there. And as a tourist trap, I don't care. I don't. I don't th- well, okay. If if I, the town I was in, Hobbiton, was a little way that way, like a like a twenty minute cab ride that way, I would check out Hobbiton. I would not go out of my way to see it. New Zealand's not very big. I would just want to like go to a bar and listen to New Zealand people talk and tell stories. Mm, that sounds, that sounds also good. True. Flight of the Concords has convinced me that that would be a gas. Every every Kiwi comedian has convinced me that it would be fun just to listen to these people chat. 
All right, so a very sad story to put us out. Funny story, but mm-hmm. sad story mm-hmm. to put us out at the end of the thing. So I was in Wisconsin this last weekend. That's why I missed. First time I've been back there in over a year. And we, my wife and I were staying at a place right down the road from where we met and where we went to college, oh. like literally a couple miles down the road. And attached to this motel was my college bar. Oh. Like the place that I went. After working at Blockbuster, we would get there at 12.30, we'd close the place every time we closed. It's the place where the bartender didn't card. Hmm. And I knew him well enough that he played organ at my wedding. Now he's gone now, but that's this was, this was like our college bar, the chalet, it was called. And you you guys both went there back in the day? Uh, we both went to college there, yeah. Yeah, but did you both go to the bar? No, she didn't drink in college. She's a better person than I am. Okay, fair enough. Um. So, there's also now, I mean, the Shelly Bar is there, but now there's a restaurant attached to it. And we went there for dinner. We met my, my, brought my daughter down. We met her boyfriend's family. We all sat down. We had a decent meal. I had a drink. Everybody went home. You know, I go back to the room, and the Packer game's on preseason. So, I watched the first half and realized at halftime, you know what? My wife's falling asleep. My old bar is right down there. It's 830. I'm going to go find my own stolen drink. Mm. It was closed. No. At 8.30 on a Friday what? night. While that there was a harsh. football game on, I could not get into my old bar. Okay, but uh, college is out right now, right? College is out right now, yes. Okay, so that might explain it. It may have been a staffing issue. I don't know what it was, but it was so disheartening to walk up through a parking lot that has not been repaired in 20 years. I recognize <laughs> these potholes, right? I pull on the door, and it doesn't open. Jeez. And I was like, no, I'm sober, and I'm mad now. <laughs> you can never go home again. No, that's kind of what it was. Kind of, That's kind of how it was. Gross point so, blank. Uh, can't go home. I don't have a bar down here. I have not found a bar I actually like down here. How so? I don't know. I've been to many of them, and it's just... I don't. I'm not picky, but I like beer bars. I like places that you know, not very big, that have like thirty things on tap. Hmm. So, I gotta find one of those at some point. I went into like a, a gaming bar, and it was terrible. I never. It had not a whole lot of games, and then it was full of just people I didn't want to be around. So I left. <laughs> you mean hipsters? I am old, so yes, that is the answer to that question. Yeah, that's what I, <clears throat> that's what I picture in a gaming bar. Um, I've always wanted to make a gaming bar called AFK. Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. That is yeah. a See if anyone's story. listening and they steal that. Lots of things from my childhood are gone, too. <laughs> what made it worse that it was still there? It just wasn't as cool as it used to be. You know what you need to watch now? What's that? Mm. The World's End. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, a movie, bizarrely, about exactly that, about bars changing. Not the, that's not what the that's not what it's about at all. It's about how everyone else in this guy's friends group has evolved and become become adults, and he refuses to. He still drives the same fucking car, wears the same fucking coat. Right, but also about gentrification. How is you can't go home? Oh, a little bit of gentrification, yeah. Oh, there was another bar that I went to that is that was literally gone. Like they tore it down. That that's depressing. Yeah, buildings catch fire. One of my I favorite know. restaurants literally exploded like five years ago. <laughs> Jeez. Gas leak? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
<sighs> the feds got involved. Oof, okay. We still don't know if it was about uh, mob money. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You'll never know. When when I was a child, the uh, the local museum was called the Manitoba, or the Museum of Man and Nature. It was decided that was sexist about 10 years ago. They changed it to the Manitoba Museum of something in sciences. Beneath the museum, they had this incredible thing called Touch the Universe. And it was all these displays for, like, groups of school kids to go check out. Like, cool. they had, like, an infinity room where there were, like, neon lights everywhere, but the entire room was mirrors, so it looked infinite. They had one of these, they had, like, these uh, things on these, uh, what would you call it? circular kind of plates on each side of the room and if you spoke into a plate on one side the person on, at the plate on the other side of the oh, room would hear whis- you whisper chambers, yeah, or echo chambers yeah, or something like that. yeah yeah they had all kinds of shit it was called touch the universe it was absolutely awesome and uh they have changed it to something completely different just like this really mundane boring sounding phrase i forget what it is it's nowhere near like touch the universe but everything inside hasn't changed since 1985 <laughs> Those are all good. the same fucking displays, and they just completely gutted the name for some reason. It was a good name. You know, touching things. I don't know. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> God, maybe. Maybe. Hang on. Yeah, maybe that's a really specific uh, sex crime attributed to the name, and they had to change it. God, you guys just went to like a horribly dark place. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, well, I mean, the, as our childhoods are progressively ruined, that's just how it goes. It's now it's now <laughs> called the Science Gallery. That's fucking lame. Agreed. That is fucking Agreed. lame. Agreed. Gen X rebukes your shitty name, Manitoba Museum. Yeah. I mean, changing it to the Manitoba Museum is more inclusive. I have no problem with that. But, should, but changing your, your science universe displays need to sound like, yeah. To, to Science Gallery? That's fucking stupid. Science. Yeah, it should sound like a mediocre Julie Taymor movie. Not only, not only that, but a gallery implies a rotation of exhibits. And that's explicitly not what it is. It's like a time capsule at yes. this point. How much is broken? Or is it always well, still work? I mean, I, I have, my neighbor took her kids there recently and said it was all Oh, identical. and she described it and yeah. you remembered it, yeah. No, no, so she, you... said, she said absolutely nothing has changed from when I was a kid. Oh, God. See, so you should go there and just, you know wander around and be young again for a little while the museum was always my primo first date spot nice if a woman can walk around that museum just chatting with me and enjoy herself we're gonna get along fine Hmm. and relatively Hmm. inexpensive for a first date yeah but if it goes well you get something to eat if it doesn't you say goodbye but uh but, but also not one of those first dates where you like walk into a movie theater or any other kind of theater and sit there and not talk to each other for two hours you know yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I like well, whatever. This is this is theory crafting romance, which is something that I don't really need to worry about anymore. And I haven't been involved in for quite some time. My advice, my advice is very likely uh, spurious at best. <laughs> hey, just it worked once, right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Have women changed? It worked. Several I'm talking times. about the dating thing, the the taking them to that place. It worked several. That's times. what I'm talking about. Okay, there you go. And women have not changed. Men have not changed. We're all still pretty terrible. So that sussing out is important. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Mm. I should go play some Guilty Gear. I should go play some Destiny too. I'm going to go download some Virtual Fighter. There you go. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. Of course. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Yeah.